All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters. I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben. In this podcast episode, we will be reviewing the vision of Malachi. Now, brothers and sisters, what I would like to do is to let you know that God sent visions to his prophets of the last days. Now, first day of the week, churches never go over these visions because the mission of the first day of the week church is to put you to sleep. That is the mission of the first day of the week church. And a lot of people, and I would say people that would have decided to repent and change their lives will never have the chance because they have decided to respect persons. This is not a good thing to do. Let's look at James 2 and 9. James, the book of James, chapter 2, and we're going to start in verse 9. Because, brothers and sisters, James had something to say about this. It's very important that we uh, open up with this verse here. James says this, But if ye have respect to persons, Ye commit sin and are convinced of the law as a transgressor. Why did James say this? What was one of the reasons why James said you are a transgressor if you have respect of person? First Corinthians 3. First Corinthians 3. First Corinthians 3. And we're going to start in verse 19 and read to verse 21. First Corinthians 3, 19 says, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For as it is written, he taketh the wise in their own craftiness. Now, brothers and sisters, when the Bible says he taketh his the wise in his own craftiness, I want to show you what that means i want to go to jeremiah the book of jeremiah chapter four because as we know brothers and sisters in psalms 19 verse 7 the law of the the law of the lord is perfect converting the soul psalms 19 verse 7 the law of the lord is perfect converting the soul the testimony of the lord is sure making wise the simple and of course we know Proverbs chapter 28, verse 7 says, Whoso keepeth the law is a wise son, but he that is a companion of riotous men shameth his father. So when the Bible says he taketh the wise in his own craftiness, let's look at this uh, in Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 22. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 22 says, for my people is foolish. They have no not they have not known me. They are sottish children. Sottish is another understanding of being foolish. And they have none understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good, they have no knowledge. So you got to understand, brothers and sisters, some people are wise to do evil, to commit transgression, to teach 
outside of the law of God, to teach you philosophy in vain deceit, which is the wisdom of man mentioned in Colossians 2 and 8. Paul warned us about that. Let's get the book of Isaiah 5. Isaiah 5, chapter, wait a minute, Isaiah chapter 5, and we're going to start in verse 21. One verse we're going to read. It says, Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. So when Paul talks about the wisdom, the wisdom of man, what he's saying is that the wisdom that man gives when it comes to this Bible, because you're going to see, brothers and sisters, that as you get stronger in the scriptures, you'll find out what man has really been teaching is his own wisdom, his opinion of the Bible rather than the scripture itself. Verse 20, 1 Corinthians 3 and 20 says, And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise that they are vain. And we already know, according to Psalms, Chapter 119, verse 113, David writes, and um, I'm going to read it. David says, I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. So, brothers and sisters, you can see through the law that many of these preachers are out for gain, and they have no understanding, truthfully, of what the Bible is saying just to get the tithe. Verse 21. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. See, we don't glory in men. If, if, if the scriptures are not being taught to you, if you're not hearing the scriptures being taught and you're sitting behind a minister who's razzle and dazzle and bojangles or bojangling, I should say, that they call church nowadays to a bunch of people. Like I said before, and I'll say it again, brothers and sisters, I do not want to be disrespectful to any of our brothers and sisters, no matter if they understand the Bible through the First and Second Testament or not. But many who have third, fourth, fifth grade reading averages and also third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade reading understandings and comprehensions where these ministers can stand behind the pulpit and simply teach something. And many of these 50, 60, 70, and yes, I say 80 year olds who have possibly never read or any book as long as 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 known very well as the bible any book they have not read and was is able to comprehend and understand can go up there and just speak to them about christ and there is the old slave mentality of a hallelujah and a amen in a church song and the ties paying of the ties and a prayer 
than going home to watch the football game or the basketball game on the first day of the week, every week. And then to put around it Christmas, knowing about Jeremiah chapter 10. I mean, you, you know, brothers and sisters, when I saw this, I'm not going to admit that I had the greatest reading level either. But when I saw this in Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 3, it says, for the customs of the people are vain. One cutteth a tree out of the forest, the workman, the work of the hands of the workman with the axe. They deck it with silver and gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers that it move not. Immediately, brothers and sisters, I know that was the Christmas tree. That was an evergreen tree being decorated with silver and gold and the little balls that I used to put on the tree back when I was a child. This Jeremiah, the prophet, existed over 600 years before Christ was born in the flesh. And it's describing to you the Christmas tree and the decorations. And in verse 2 of Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 2, it says, Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen. So this is not a biblical practice. It's a heathen practice. Do you know how many people have saw, have cast their eyes on this chapter and these verses and do not know what to do about it? As soon as I saw this, I knew it wasn't the birthday of Christ. I knew that it was a false worship that had Christ tied to it. But you know, when you don't have any understanding, see, that's why Christ said this. Before I go into the vision of Malachi, I want to read this. This is why Christ said this. And Matthew chapter 18 verse 3 Christ said this verily I say unto you except ye be converted and become as little children ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven little children converted and become little children now we know that the law converts you Psalms 19 and 7 the law of the Lord is perfect converting the soul we just we read that we uh read that scripture earlier and um, Isaiah chapter 1, verse uh, 27 says, Zion shall be redeemed with judgment and a converse with righteousness. So the converse of the children of Zion will be with righteousness, which is in the law, according to Philippians 3 and 6, Romans 2, 26, Romans 8 and 4. Righteousness is in the law, not the law of sin, death, and sacrifice, but the written commandments mentioned in Exodus 4, verse 13, the 10 words that were even created before the world was created. The commandments existed, brothers and sisters, before God created the physical earth. That is what's called good. We went over this in a podcast episode. Isaiah 45, verse 7, I form the light, I form the darkness, I create good, I create evil. God created them both before he created 
the physical world. So when you are trying to understand the Bible, you have to adjust your mind and learn it again as a child. Or you will in no wise get into the kingdom. There can never be a respect of persons. I don't care about any minister and his success when he cannot break down chapter and verse. I don't need a, a sermon about my life or uh, my story or whatever it is, chapter and verse. Chapter and verse is what it's about. And you'll always notice that none of those T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, Dr. Charles Stanley, Pastor Hagee, um, Kenny Copeland, none of them will go where we're going now. And you got to wonder why. Let's get the book of Malachi. Now, while they're doing all this hallelujah, hallelujah, saying hallelujah and amen, there's visions that need to be explained to the people. There are visions. Malachi sees a vision. Malachi chapter 4, verse 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and so on. God showed Malachi through the Holy Ghost a vision. And we're going to go over it right now. I'd like to start in the book of Malachi chapter 3, verse 18. And then we're going to read into Malachi chapter 4. If you would get your Bibles and turn with me there to Malachi 3.18. Malachi chapter 3 verse 18 says, Then shall ye return, which we are doing now, returning to the Lord, and discern between the righteous and the wicked. Because brothers and sisters, a lot of people don't know who the righteous are. Some that keep first day of the week church consider themselves righteous and some know that they are not righteous based on Romans 3 and 10 to stay unrighteous, not to overcome or to repent. But they know being in the Sunday church that there is a difference between being righteous but the acceptance, I would say righteous and unrighteous, but the acceptance of them being wicked, they wouldn't accept it. But that's what they are. It doesn't matter if they smile, they frown, they're wicked. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 4. We always read this, but I want to hammer it in. I want you to record this and, 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 and show it to your minister. They that forsake the law praise the wicked. Proverbs 2 and 8 and 4. But such as keep the law, contend with them. This is what we do. That's why there is a Sabbath against the first day of the week church. We are contending for the souls of the people because we know Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30 says, Proverbs 11, verse 30 says, the fruit of righteousness is the tree of life. It is a tree of life for us to teach this to you because this is where we're guiding you to. And he that winneth souls is wise. You winneth souls through righteousness. Back to Malachi 3.18. It 
between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. So the righteous serveth God, the wicked so-called puts in his mind that he serves God. People actually think that when they don't keep the law, they're worshiping God. No, they're not. Christ said, those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's John 4, verse 23 and 24. You can't worship him in a lie you have to work or in vain you have to worship him in truth which is the law malachi 2 and 6 psalms 119 verse 151 romans 2 and 20 both of the new testament say the same thing it cannot be cut malachi chapter 4 verse 1 says behold the day cometh and shall burn as an oven and all the proud yea all that do wickedly shall be as stubble and the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, and it shall leave them neither root nor branch. Now let's look at who else saw this. It says, burn as an oven. Let's get well, Psalms 21. Let's see, David, the prophet David saw this. Psalms 21, verse 9. The prophet David saw this. Psalms 21, verse 9 says this. Thou shalt make them as a fiery oven in the time of thine anger. Anger. Well, the Lord gets angry. The Lord hates sinners, Psalms 5 and 5. The Lord is terrible, uh, Nehemiah 1 and 5. All these in the personality of God unread every morning. Or I should say every Sunday morning, unread to the ear of those that are respecting persons and look to be guided by a personal sermon on Sunday morning. Let's read that again. Psalms 21 verse 9. Thou shalt make them as a fiery oven in the time of thy anger. The Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath and fire shall devour them verse 10 their fruit shall thou destroy from the earth neither root nor branch mentioned in malachi 4 and 1 and their seed from among the children of men so brothers and sisters this is talking about the wicked the transgressor now remember when we go back to Malachi chapter 4, verse 1, it says that behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all that all the proud. Now, let's take a look at the proud. Now, brothers and sisters, proud has a meaning. The, pe the proud people is explained in the Bible. It's been explained in the Bible ever since the time that it could be understood. Psalms 119, verse 21 says, Thou hast rebuked the proud that are cursed, because the proud are cursed. Don't see it, but they are, which do err from thy commandments. So the proud err from the commandments. Verse 85, Psalms 119, verse 85 says, The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. See, these ministers dig pits for the people, which are not after the law. 
See, those pits keep our people from understanding what's going to happen at the end time because ministers know that if they teach this, that people will ask questions. And the first thing they would want to do is repent. So let's look at a way to get around teaching um, prophecies like Malachi chapter 4, verse 1, on down to verse uh, 5 or 6, whichever one. Behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven. All the proud, yea, all that do wickedly shall become stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, and it shall neither leave them root nor branch. Their children, their name shall be eradicated, erased off the earth. That's why this is read. Psalms 112. Psalms 112. Now we know that the proud are the unlawful. It says this. Psalms chapter 112 verse 10 says, The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Now, I want you to notice the phrase in this verse. He shall gnash with his teeth. Now, any one of y'all that have ever known the Bible, know that the place where that was mentioned and the one that mentioned it was our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He always mentioned the phrase weeping and gnashing of the teeth. Well, a lot of people would, I, and, and I don't even know, brothers and sisters, if they would even read that in church now, because, you know, who wants to read what's really going to happen? Let's look at the same thing. Now, and, and even before I go to the words of Christ, I want to show you something. We're going to read verse two. It says, but unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with, with healing in his wings. And you shall go forth and grow up as calves of a star. Now, if I'm going to show you the word son and righteous in a verse, Christ is going to say, and I'm going to show you the weeping and gnashing of the teeth as we went over in Psalms 112 and 10. Now, here is Christ, your Lord and Savior, the one that says it's just about love and love only. He's going to give you a prophecy. Christ was a prophet. When you look at the book of Luke, chapter 7, verse 16, it says, And there came fear on all. And they glorified God, saying, This is the great prophet that has risen up among us, and that God has visited his people. Christ was a prophet. Watch what the prophet prophesies. He says this. Verse 38, I'm just going to read down. It says, The field is the world. 
The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The wicked one is the unlawful one. Those that don't keep the law, Proverbs 28 and 4, that same wicked, that's what wicked is. The enemy that is sown them is the devil, because the devil doeth not righteousness, 1 John 3 and 8. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. Watch this, verse 40. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be at the end of the world. That's what Malachi said, burned with fire. This is Christ speaking now, same thing. Malachi said he saw it. He saw the proud burning up, fire burning them up, weeping. Watch, you're going to hear this same, these same phrases that were mentioned in the Old Testament. Verse 41. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, transgress, and to them that do iniquity. Iniquity is sin, transgression of the law. He's going to cast out transgressors of the law. Verse 42, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. He says it again. There shall be wailing and gnashing of the teeth. Same thing that was mentioned in Psalms 1, 12, and 10. Crying, yelling, screaming. Verse 43. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun. Remember, we read that in Malachi 4 and 2. The son of righteousness shall give us healing wings. Those that kept the righteousness of the law. In the kingdom of their father, who hath ears to hear, let him hear. So brothers and sisters, you that keep the law have a promise given to you that you're going to be in the kingdom. We already know Matthew 19, uh, verse 16, the rich man asked Christ, how should I obtain eternal life? Christ said, keep the commandments. We already know that. We already know that. Christ says it. I mean, how do Sunday churches get by that and their members each and every day? Um, I, I, I can't understand it. No one can understand how Matthew 19, verses 16 and 17 gets by the ear of the Sunday church every Sunday, every month, every year until that person dies in the funeral and they'll say they'll go to heaven with absolutely, positively no proof. We'll skip by the book of life and everything. Let's go back to Malachi chapter 4, verse 3. And ye shall tread down the wicked. There is the wicked again. Christ mentioned the wicked. For they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Wait a minute. Ashes up under the feet burned up when you look around at all this these women that are dressing in a way that is unbelievable when you look at these women around here that have claimed to want to rule the world have forgotten about god forgotten about the man 
and the man has forgotten about a woman, the love of many shall wax cold. When you look around at your family members, your friends, all that don't keep the law, this is what you have to think about. That's why God says, remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel with the statutes and judgments. Luke 16. Now, we, we have saw this in scripture too, but I want to read this real quick. Luke 16, verse 29 through 31. Here is the torment of the rich man. The torment. Hurry up and read this real quick. Verse 29, Abraham saith unto him, Luke 16, 29, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, which is Christ, they would repent, change and keep the laws of God. And he said unto them, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Brothers and sisters, in order to keep from going to that place of torment, because the torment in the flame was mentioned in, in, in verse 24. That's why Malachi 4, verse 4 says, remember my uh, prophet Moses. To keep out of this lake and burning, you're going to need the law and the prophets. If you think the New Testament is going to get you by, no. Because you can't understand what's in the New Testament without the old. This is what Sunday Church doesn't understand. Brothers and sisters, this has been your host, the Apostle Reuben, with this podcast episode.